What's up there, fantasy freaks? It's your boy, Sweet Tea, bringing you another round of Fantasy Island. Today, we're going to dive deep into week eight starts and sits. No sugarcoating, just straight up facts and truths. But before we get into it, you know the drill. If you're feeling the vibes of the show, send us some loves by liking, commenting. Make sure they're good takes, not salty little BS. But then again, we'll take anything right now and we're going to put you in your place. Sharing some wisdom by sharing this with some of your other fellow fantasy freaks and subscribing for more of that fantasy insights. With that said, it's time to pop open a beer and let's get into this. Starting with our must starts of the week. Look, guys, like Bombo said before, we bucked the trend. We're not going to give you the same old stale shit over and over again. So we're going to come at it with some different ones today. Starting for week eight, must start Jordan Love, Green Bay's QB. Look, he's had his moments, but he's facing the Vikings this week. So why not roll the dice, right? The Vikings defense is sus, especially that secondary. So why not take a chance? If you got him on the bench and you don't have much going on for you, I would definitely start thinking about starting him this week. Then we got the next must start, which is just on the opposite side of that field, and that's Kirkland Cousins, minus his star receiver, Justin Jefferson. But hey, you know what? That's okay. This guy just throws the ball like it's going out of style, and he's facing the Packers. Let's face it, guys. The Packers aren't lighting the hell up either on defense. So neither team has defenses. Both of these guys are going to have to throw the shit out of the ball. Why not play them if you have it? Next, we're going to go ahead and roll over to Gus Edwards. Fresh off of a comeback, it's like a classic rock band making a return tour. He's going to be facing the Cardinals this week, and he's going to be playing up to that crowd. He's the underdog. Look, last week he blew up. I mean, he had some points. That may have been his best game of the season. I don't know, but quite honestly, I think they're just going to start getting rolling from here on out. Lamar's looking good. Gus Edwards is looking good. This is going to be a really good matchup for him. So for me, I'm going to take him all day long. Next, I got Michael Mayer. Listen, your boy Bombo over there on the island has been preaching this guy up all freaking year for the Raiders. His tight end, he's looking strong. He's looking good. I mean, Garoppolo's supposed to be back, and they're facing the Lions. I really think that he can actually break out this week and do something good for you. Which leads me into my other tight end, Cole Komet. Look, he had a couple flash games. He hasn't really done a lot as he was expected to. But now he's facing the Chargers. He's got Bajent throwing the ball. Bajent's more of a check down kind of guy. So I don't know. I think that Cole Komet might actually make something of it this week and really do something. So I would start looking at maybe possibly throwing this guy in and Consider him as a strong must start, which leads me into our must sit your ass down of week number eight. First one on that list is Matthew Stafford. You know, this guy has been like on a roller coaster when it comes to fantasy. You get points, you don't get points. It's sink or swim with him, right? But he's facing the Cowboys this week. Uh, I don't like that matchup. Cowboys defense is really strong. So if you have this guy as your number one, I would look at putting in your number two or going out there trying to make a trade or picking somebody up because this week, Stafford, ah, I just don't see it, guys. 
Next up, we got Brian Robinson of the Commanders. I just think that this is going to be a tough matchup against the Eagles this week. Uh, I don't see him being able to get much on them. That front four is looking strong. Brian Robinson has not been looking very strong at all this season. So if you're thinking about putting him in as either a flex and RB2, I'd stay away from that. There's got to be other options out there. Next up, I have Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett has not done anything this year at all fantasy-wise. So if you're actually considering playing him, you got to have your head checked because this guy, he is just not getting you points. So whatever you do, by all means, try to trade him, try to package him into some kind of trade, put him on the bench, drop him. It doesn't matter. This guy, you want no part of it. He has just had a very, very poor fantasy season. And lastly, Marquise Brown. He's been underperforming as of late, you know, so they're facing the Ravens. You know, everybody calls him Hollywood Brown. Well, I'm going to call him by his name, Marquise, because he is not earning that Hollywood moniker. So I would throw him to the curb right now. I would break up with him. I wouldn't do anything with that guy. I would just stay very clear. He's toxic at the moment. All right, that is your week eight must starts and must sit your ass on the bench. And again, don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe so that you can get more of this genius. And I say that in air quotes, guys analysis about fantasy football each and every week so for rw king bombo i'm sweet t and we are out peace